If you have normal thyroid labs, but continue to experience fatigue, hair loss, constipation, anxiety, and inability to lose weight, then this episode is for you. Hello, thank you for listening to Thyroid Hair Loss Connection Podcast, a science-based, honest, candid conversation about how your thyroid affects your hair. You will learn practical solutions to hair growth, healing your thyroid, and balancing hormones with holistic nutrition approach and the latest treatments. Your hosts, me, Natalia Sanzo, a registered dietitian, aka Nashville Thyroid Expert, and Kimberly Vaughn, a board-certified trichologist, hair loss specialist, and coach. To stay up to date on the latest topics, make sure to subscribe to our channel. We also cannot do this without you. Send us a question to the link below and tune in each week for the answers. Now, let's head to the show. Kimberly, I'm I'm so excited about today's episode because we will answer the question that was actually submitted by one of our podcast listeners. And she she said, My thyroid labs are normal, but I still shed a lot of hair, have fatigue, and cannot lose the weight. What is happening? So, mm. Kimberly, is this is it a common question, or do you see a lot of clients in your practice with the same kind of complaint? Oh my gosh, Natalia, yes. We end up, I mean, I can't even tell you how many because each week when clients walk in, they're coming into us because they feel that they have no place else to go. And they have been to maybe their general practitioner, their PCP. I always forget what they're called nowadays because we don't have one. (laughs) And They have been to a dermatologist. Labs have been run. Traditional labs, I should say, right? Somebody always comes in and says, oh, everything's normal, is what my doctor said. But why have I lost this much hair? And they're in tears. It's awful. Absolutely. And I have the same. I'll join you on on this. And I feel like we have similar stories to tell about our clients because we kind of see, well, first we have the same, we share clients, right? Because it's a full body approach. But when many clients, when they come to me with normal, in quotation marks, right, thyroid labs, a quick look reveals that their doctor only tests TSH and total T4. So these two two labs tend to be normal if you're under the care of endocrinologists because this is, it's their main job. They want to make sure that those two labs are normal. However, if you have depression, anxiety, excess weight, chronic constipation, hair loss, fatigue, cold or heat intolerance, then you need to test a full thyroid panel. And we're talking about TSH, total T4, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, and TPO and TG antibodies. Now, these antibodies, you don't have to test every time. Um, You know, like we we advise to get full thyroid panel done about three or four times a year and preferably every season because we were talking about seasonal hair loss. But TPO and TG antibodies, they, they vary drastically so you don't have to test those 
every time. And by running this full thyroid panel, you can learn that um, that you have Hashimoto's, not just hypothyroidism, that you have a problem converting T4 into T3, that you maybe have too much reverse T3, which interferes with the free T3 getting into your cells. And you know, this is our metabolism. You need to make sure that your free T3 numbers are optimal. And lastly, by running a full thyroid panel, you can learn if you have any indication of pituitary disorder, which is a secondary hypothyroidism, which is very rare, but still you have to check that. Hmm. Natalia, that that all makes sense. That's great information. But don't we need to look for the optimal thyroid levels, not just normal levels? So this is really confusing for that listener, right? Absolutely, Kimberly. When it comes to thyroid ranges, I think it's always important to distinguish between normal and optimal levels. When lab references ranges for healthy thyroids were created back back in the day, it was later discovered that people who already had thyroid dysfunction were included in those ranges. And in fact, it's estimated that more than 60% of people don't even know that they have thyroid problem, which is why regular screening is important, right? Mm -hmm. And because of this, in 2003, the American Association of Clinical Endocrinologists, they recommended that the lab reference ranges for thyroid test results become more narrow, right? Yet still today, most doctors and laboratories haven't updated their practices for optimal thyroid levels. And in my practice, I find that there are specific ranges where my patients and myself thrive, not just live. Well, Natalia, will you share those numbers with the listeners on what is the best optimal level? Absolutely. That's actually a a great point. Many functional medicine clinicians agree that the most optimal thyroid levels are the TSH should be somewhere between one and two or lower. And we have to remember that for our listeners, if you're taking armor or compounded T3 hormone, it can artificially suppress TSH. So just be mindful of that and work with your doctor. Um, I, I aim for levels of your free T4 levels should be above 1.1, your free T3 levels well above 3.2. And I'm actually, I see that most people do much better when their free T3 is somewhere like 4.5. And I know it's a little bit higher, but it's not about the numbers, it's how you feel. If you still feel fatigue and you just don't have energy, then bring up your free T3, right? By either adding free T3 um, medication or increasing your um, like levothyroxine. Now your reverse T3 levels should be below 10 or it's actually a ratio. It's 10, 10 to 1. So below that. And your TPO and TG antibodies levels should be, I would say below 100 because in functional medicine, it's considered to be that you're in remission if your TPOTG antibodies levels are below 100. However, I do want to say that I have had clients that had absolutely no hypothyroidism-related or Hashimoto's-related symptoms with antibodies above 200. And then I've had clients with antibodies of 80 that had every possible 
hypothyroidism symptoms you can see on the list, you know, on. So it's go by what how you feel, but these are general guidelines. Oh, okay. Um, oh, excellent, excellent. So I'm I'm taking my own notes here, but the one question, and I'm this is like kind of joggling in my brain. Maybe I asked this before. Um, is there a difference between the TPO test and the TG antibodies test, or are they the same? You do this. Uh, you can do them at the same time. You okay. just have to request um, from your lab. But most people with Hashimoto's have TPO antibodies. Some only have TG antibodies, or a few people have TPO and TG antibodies. So you have to, both of them are indicators of Hashimoto's. That's how you diagnose the Hashimoto's presence of TPO and or TG antibodies would indicate Hashimoto's. But the reason we want to test both of those, especially for newly diagnosed people, or if, if you're diagnosing, it's because, like I mentioned, not everyone with Hashimoto has um, TPO antibodies. So if we don't mm. test, if we only test TPO and not TG antibodies, then we may be missing the diagnosis. Oh, my gosh. Such a great point. Okay. I really appreciate that. That's great. Now, so if these levels aren't optimal, then how, how can we achieve that? And, and obviously, it goes back to, first, we need to get the levels drawn correctly. So we have to make sure that we ask the provider to draw them. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So there's a, it's a two-step two process. You yes. have to order the correct labs and then to make sure that they're optimal. There are two ways to achieve optimal levels. First is, of course, by taking thyroid medication, like let's say levothyroxine, because that's the most prescribed, that's a synthetic T4 hormone, to normalize your thyroid hormone levels. Achieving those optimal thyroid levels with medication can eliminate Thyroid symptoms like constipation, uh, poor mood, weight gain, fatigue, hair loss, and brain fog. However, listeners, if your symptoms continue after you optimize those thyroid levels, you know, even if they're optimal, we need to dig deeper. Lingering symptoms, despite those optimal thyroid levels, generally signal underlying gut condition, which have symptoms that are very similar to hypothyroidism, right? And Kimberly, there is very strong connection between gut health and thyroid. We dedicated pot, many podcast episodes talking about just gut health and thyroid. And improving your gut health can help you resolve your stubborn symptoms that may not be even caused by your thyroid. Mm -hmm. It can reduce thyroid inflammation, lower thyroid antibodies, increase your free T3 levels, because we know how, I said it many times, it's your metabolism. Pay attention, your free t pay attention to your free T3 levels. And improving your gut health can also improve absorption of those thyroid medications. Oh my goodness. Yes, for sure. Oh, um, that's amazing information. And, and I know, you know, as you referenced that we've had several discussions regarding gut health and the importance, but it's so easy, I think, for those of us who go through these symptoms of hair loss, weight gain, fatigue, um, 
hot, cold, right? Is we want to point the finger at something because we want an answer quickly. We just don't want to put a Band-Aid on it. And I think that's what we're sharing with the listeners on this episode is, is don't do that. Don't put a Band-Aid, right? Just keep digging. And if for some reason, um, you know, if those levels seem to be normal in the one or two levels, you know, or order or labs that were ordered by the provider, then if they're still having these issues of fatigue and hair loss, weight gain, what could be going on? Yeah, Kimberly, this is, like you said, it's a, it's a complex situation, right? And when we work with complex patients like this, we don't just look at thyroid hormone levels. Well, of course, I mean, we'll look at it, but if they're optimal, we start digging deep, deeper. And there are other levels that can have a significant contribution, I would say, to the symptoms that we're experiencing. And through our testing, we usually, we involve or we are assessing, we're assessing cortisol, right? Estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, iron panel, which includes ferritin and uh, total iron binding capacity, TIBC. We check uh, B vitamins, especially B12, uh, vitamin D, selenium, zinc. And I always check fasting insulin, blood sugar, and sometimes hemoglobin A1C just because it's um, closely related to inability to lose weight. And finally, I run a comprehensive stool testing because I think that's one of the best ways to literally look inside your gut health. And the reason we run all these extra tests is because, for example, your hair loss can continue with normal or even optimal thyroid labs because your ferritin, vitamin D, and selenium are low, right? Your stubborn weight gain can be a result of high levels of cortisol, insulin, and fasting blood sugar. And so by looking at all of these figures, we can learn more about your condition and help identify the underlying cause of your thyroid issues and hair loss. Natalia, this is, again, just, it's great. I've learned something today because, you know, I suffer with Hashimoto's. Um, it just so happens I have a great functional physician who will run all of these labs, plus, you know, causes me to perform all these saliva testing as well, which takes me forever. I hate those things. But now I'm going off the subject. So let's go back, though. Let's just say our listener, wherever they may be, is having a problem getting these labs run. Either one, they don't have access to a lab, or two, they don't have a regular or general PCP or a reg regular physician. What could they do? Yeah, Kimberly, you know, you know my story. I actually diagnosed myself uh, with Hashimoto's after conventional medicine failed to test me properly. I took matter in my own hands, found a patient-oriented private lab testing facility and order everything I needed. There are actually many client or patient-oriented lab testing facilities all over the country here in the U.S. that our listeners can visit. And for those of you who are listening to us overseas, I will give you exactly which companies I, I checked out or vetted for you that you can go and check out in the country that you live. And, you know, more and more of my uh, thyroid clients are ordering their own test 
tests online because they're wanting to become more involved in their own health, health and treatment, or perhaps maybe fill in the blanks where their doctor is letting them down. Or maybe I should say when they're not um, ordering full thyroid panel. So Kimberly, I have two suggestions. Uh, first going to be first one's going to be in U.S. and then international, where our listeners can get self-tested. In U.S., I use Alta Alta Lab Test, which offer affordable blood testing. And this lab allows my clients to self-order labs, and the labs are then reimbursed on insurance. Now, listeners, if you plan to partake be sure to check with your insurance first. And I will link that company's name in the notes section under this podcast. If you're not in US, and we actually found out today that our podcast reached 66 countries worldwide. That's why we're going to start including some of the helpful tips to help the listeners who are listening to us from far away. So if you're not in US, check out these two companies. First one, Let's Get Checked. And the second one is MediCheck. There are many others. And I would say to find a blood testing facilities near you, just Google private lab testing facility near me, because that's how I found the company that I use right now. You know, Natalia, I'm so glad you brought up um, opportunities for our listeners in other countries, because it is something that we are going to start being very intentional about listeners, because we had, we're so excited. I mean, you know, 66 countries is pretty, pretty impressive. And uh, we were a little shocked. So we're going to do the best we can so that we can help you anywhere that you are. The first I want to share is that um, both of our services are international. And if there are products or things that you need from us, they can all be shipped internationally. Second is in the U.S., um, HPI also uses the same um, provider that um, Natalia's company, All Purpose Nutrition, does. And the name of that is Ulta Lab Test. They're terrific, very easy to work with. Um, Both of us have accounts set up with them and can certainly get your information there. So don't feel that you are controlled or that your health is controlled by an individual. Take control of your own health, manage your own medical conditions, and whether it's hair loss, whether it's Hashimoto's, whether it's just lab tests, I mean, you need to know what you need to do to make you feel better and to make you look the way that you want to look, right? Absolutely. We On this podcast, we teach you guys to become your own advocates and You know, since COVID, Kimberly and I kind of moved our practices outwards virtually, right? So now we can, not only our podcast reaches uh, overseas, but we do virtual consultations. Like you said, we can ship products. And if you don't know, if you found a lab testing, a private lab testing facility, but you just don't know what labs to run, reach out to Kimberly or or I. We have a our contact information in the podcast notes below and reach out to us and tell us what the problem is, set up a consultation, and we will tell you exactly which labs to run. Okay, I guess that's it for today's episode. If you guys learned something new today, please consider leaving a rating or review for this show so we can continue doing these episodes for you. Thank you for being a part of Thyroid Hair Loss Connection community and have a great day. Bye-bye.